Galaxy Defenders, it's Stephanie. And Sam. And you're listening to McCoo, an American podcast for McFly. This is the podcast, you know it by now, where we talk about McFly's music one single at a time. And today we are wrapping up the Wonderland era. We finally discussed all of the singles from Wonderland and we're doing our album wrap up. Thank God. <laughs> Wonderland is our favorite. <laughs> I, it was quite a journey. It, it felt like um, a journey that I knew I was going on, but wasn't quite prepared. And while I was doing it, felt like I didn't want to be there. Yeah. It's like every family vacation I probably go on. Wonderland is the family vacation <laughs> from hell. Yes. You do not like this album. I don't. But like, it has, it has some bangers. I, um, what, how many songs are there on here? 12? There are 12. Or yeah. Yeah. I, I had to pick five, and that was probably the hardest decision I've ever had to make in my entire 27 years. I am so excited to get to your top five. <laughs> but I'm with you. I'm like you. It is It is my least favorite, I think, McFly CD. Sorry, not sorry. Wonderland stands. I just feel like it's the sophomore slump of albums. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense, because it's their sophomore album. Yeah. I just think it's like... I think I've mentioned this before in the previous episodes. Like, it's definitely a reaction to their previous album. Just Absolutely. L- just like they were trying something new. And as we can tell, they probably were like, this sucks. And then went back to the poppy shit that, you know, we all love and adore. Because Motion right. in the Ocean's right after this one. And Motion in the Ocean's makes me want to get up and have a party. Whereas this yeah. one makes me want to sit in my room and cry. Yeah. Yes, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, it. yeah, I think they're like, we're not just a boy band, right? We're serious musicians. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, it's it's absolutely a response to, like, sort of the surf rock sound of Room on the Third Floor. And then they change their minds. Also, you know, especially anyone who's read the Unsaid Things bi- biography would know this, right? But, like, Tom was, like, pretty famously in a depressive episode during the Wonderland time. And so I do think that that had a huge impact oh, for sure. on the album, right? Like, Because he's the leader, so for sure. Right. Well, I think it did there. <laughs> but Tom is the leader, right? Which is maybe distinct from frontman. But, uh, but yeah, you know, so none of them were in great places. Danny wrote in the bio, I don't know if you remember this stuff, but Danny called the cover... Uh, the Wonderland album cover, like, one of the worst pictures he's ever seen of the four of them, <laughs> right? He's like, none of us look like we are enjoying ourselves. Like, none of us look like we want to be there, right? They look right. miserable right. on the Wonderland cover. Right. And I think that that's more than just this, like, unsmiling, like, serious artiste, right? Like, vibes, right? Like, the cover really seems to capture... Like, a true unhappiness. Like, the whole album, I think, really seems to capture that. Like, so I think it's it's sort of a combination of, like, we're not just surf rock, do-do-do-do-do-do-do, like, boy band. Like, we're really serious artists. We're, like, The Who and Oasis or whatever, you know? Right. Like, um, this is, like, we're multifaceted people. Like, we're actually real people behind these album songs and concerts and whatever. And, like, yeah. um, I'm not invalidating his feeling. 
just not my favorite album. But no. I'm I'm proven wrong because according to my fast facts, right, this album was certified platinum, selling over three hundred thousand copies in the UK, peaking at number one. Is it their only platinum album? No. Um. So, uh, Room on the Third Floor went platinum twice. This went platinum, and then uh, Motion in the Ocean also went platinum. But okay. Radioactive and Above the Noise only went gold. You're all snoozing on radioactive. I know. Okay, so like it peaked at number one though. It was a really, it was a really popular album. But yeah. I don't know. Like looking, like it, when it peaked at number one, it was only their second of two, right? right? Like knowing we're sitting here recording this podcast, knowing what they're going to make later, and so we can sort of say like that this is maybe the lowest like or weakest album of their career this album helped them break the record for the youngest band to have the top album in the charts twice yeah and that's really impressive when you're only 18 i think yeah i think it's an important album i don't mean to just totally shit on it like just because it's not my favorite of them you know it was a hard time for them i think as individuals and as a band and i think that's reflected in their music and i think i'm responding to that but I do appreciate they showed so early on in their career that they are so versatile and they right. are, you know, like they are multifaceted, like talented musicians, right? They don't just do one thing. They don't have just one sound. I think that's probably a lot of McFly fans, I bet, would say that's probably their favorite thing about McFly is that they right. almost, they never sound the same, right? And so because and if you're never going to sound the same, then inevitably you're going to have sounds that like some people don't like, right? right? And this is just that album for me. But there are other people that are like, Wonderland is my all-time favorite album, and you guys are wrong. To which I would say, Radioactive is better. <laughs> I mean, if you feel that way, you can always contact us at our Twitter, at Miku the Podcast. So. Yeah, we love hearing from people, um, especially people who like something that we don't see the, the true appeal of yet, perhaps. I will say, I will say, and we'll get to this as we keep talking, um, I will say that I am ending this, this album wrap-up with a with a better appreciation for Wonderland than I had when I began. Yeah. You should have seen Stephanie's face just now. She was like, Stephanie, mm, 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 mm. you you don't like it. You still don't like it. That's okay. I mean, like, it's definitely if I'm driving in the car. This is how I determine if I I guess like songs or not. If I'm driving in the car and it comes on. I there's some songs in here I wouldn't turn off, but there's other songs on here that I would. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. I have that criteria as well for like ranking them. Yeah, and there's a lot more songs in this album that I would turn off than the other ones. All right, well, which ones wouldn't you turn off? Are you ready for our top five? Top five, drum roll. <laughs> So number five for my top five. <coughs> <laughs> wow, she hates this album so much she can't even talk about her top five without gagging. Oh man, oh that was not a joke, but that hurt. <laughs> so my top, my number five for top five is nothing. Really? Yeah. Tell me about it. And I think. One, I think, just it's fun to sing. And also, second, I think it's because there's the story behind it with us. 
right? Because we thought we discovered all of McFly's songs, like, on LimeWire and the internet and stuff. And we were like, yeah, like, we love McFly. We're super McFly fans. All of a sudden, we discovered nothing on, like, YouTube. And we're like, what the hell is this song? And so we listened to it. And I remember our reactions were like, wow, this song is so sad. (laughs) (laughs) We were shook, y'all. Like, to our bones. We were like... Is this a McFly song? Is it? Are they covering some other song? Like this must be so obscure. And then we like find out it's literally just on a studio album. <laughs> like we're over here like listening to like I Want to Touch You, which isn't even a real McFly song, right? Like that's just like a parody, and like somehow nothing escapes us for years. Yeah, I was like, yeah, like I, I also wanted to like bring up the nothing story, right? Like you know, we were just, whew, we were shocked. We were shook, for sure. Yeah. There's a lot of nostalgia. Every time I listen to the song, I think about that and I laugh. Yeah, I laugh every time, too. And I think that's why, like, it made it to my top five more than, like, the other ones. What's your top five? What's your, not your top five, but what's your number five? My number five? I'm off two minds of this. Uh, But I went with, I changed it, like, six times up to (laughs) the last, like, 30 seconds before I called you. Um, But I think I'm going to go with. I want to hold you. Okay. That's what I did. And so we don't need to go into it because we have a whole episode dedicated to it. But I'm really shocked it's only your number five because you seem to really like that one. I did really like it. Yeah. And actually, I was trying to I was trying to decide if it was going to be five or six. And it was fighting with don't know why. And so don't know why. It's not my technically my top five, but maybe I'll talk about it since I already talked. We already have an episode about I want to hold you. Yeah, like, so, like, don't know why. Ended up at number six, but it was going to be top. It was going to be number five for a long time. I didn't particularly care for this one as a kid. Like, it's one of the ones that I always sort of skipped, even though it was a Danny Solo song, and I, in theory, right, like, love a Danny Solo song. Actually, in reality, I also love a Danny Solo song, but this one, I always skipped it, but I've really grown to appreciate it as I've gotten older. A lot like the the same conversation that we had about Paul K. You know, I can appreciate the sentiment behind it more, and I can connect with certain lines better, like, like the line dreams we had as kids all fade away. Like it was really like sad and, and hits me sort of right in the, the chest. Uh, so this one is also another one about Danny's dad's affair. I wanted it in my top five because I can really, uh, I really like what it's doing like as a like song where Danny's working through something. And, um, and I like sort of seeing that happening in, in a song. I like it when, when people use art, right, uh, to, like, work through personal stuff. But ultimately, I left it out of my top five, right? I was like, okay, it's either I want to hold you or it's I don't know why. And ultimately, I decided to make Don't Know Why number six and I want to hold you number five because it's – if I didn't know the backstory of Don't Know Why, like, if we followed your criteria, right, where we just, like, we're driving and it came on the radio and I didn't know – who McFly was, and I had only now just heard this song. I had no context for the backstory. I don't think I would think it as, like, I, I wouldn't find it as strong as some of the songs that did make it into my top five, right? Whereas, like, I need no backstory to appreciate I Want to Hold You. But I feel like the only reason that Don't Know Why, that I love Don't Know Why so much is because of I know so much about McFly and I follow their, like, lives so closely, right? So I, I left it out of my top five for that reason because um, if you just take it on the level of, like, what you hear on the radio and you you turn up 
I don't know that this is one I would choose. I would rather listen to I Want to Hold You, I think. So that's my my top five-ish, my number five-ish, my number five and my number six. Okay. What about your number four? My number four is also one we've already talked about, which is I'll Be Okay. 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 What's your number four? The Ballad of Paul K. Is it really? Look at us with these singles in in the top. (laughs) That's so good. They're a single for a reason, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. I'm a little bit surprised that The Ballad of Paul K is in your top five. Really? Um, Why? Well... I gushed about it last time. You did, but this is a new development, right? Would would Ballad of Paul K been in your top five two months ago before we started the season? Two months ago before we started the season, I probably would have laughed at the fact I had to pick a top five. Right. So this is an improvement, y'all. Just say it. Yeah. Just say it. I probably would have been like, how am I going to, which I did, right? I was like, how am I going to pick five songs out of these 12? Like, (laughs) yeah, yeah. But here we are. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I like the Ballad of Pake. I think us, because I also know the backstory of it, right? Mm -hmm. I um, love the video. I think the video is very creative. And I, like, we talked about it last week, right? Like, I like the fact that they have what seems like empathy for this character of Paul. Yeah. Yeah. I like it, too. I like it, too. Um, it didn't make my top five, but it was also really close. It's like, I, like I put it, I would put it, like, number seven or something, right? So it was, it was really quite close for me. But, but that's new, I think. Yeah, like, I think... I'm surprised I moved into your top five. Like, I feel like we had a really good conversation about it last week. And, like, actually... I made my list before we recorded the the album, or excuse me, I made my list. I hope so. You're not just making it up on the fly right now. <laughs> yeah. I made my list before we recorded the Ballad of Paul K episode. Uh, okay. And my about like Ballad of Paul K was like number like nine or ten on my list. And then after that episode, I thought about it some more and I rearranged it and it bumped all the way down to like number seven. So it moved up on my list too. So that's cool. It's it's a great song. If I was in a car and it came on. I would not turn it off, I don't think. Okay. I think it would depend on the crowd in the car, to be honest. <laughs> right, right. I like it a lot. I'm glad it's in your top five. Yeah. All right. So my number three is I've Got You. Okay. To make me feel stronger. Mm-mm-mm. And I don't, like, I just, yeah, I just like the bop. I think it's a bop. It reminds me a lot of you, so... Aw, you got me. <laughs> That's cute. What's your number three? Too Close for Comfort. Okay. Okay. So it's not a single, y'all. <laughs> it's not a single, y'all. Neither is I've Got You. We've done it. Oh, no, it's We've not, is it? Oh. No. I always get I've Got You and what's the other I'll one? I'll Be Okay. I'll Be Okay. Always confused. Yeah, I'll Be Okay was my number four. I didn't say a lot about it because I feel like I said it all in the thing. In the episode about it. But yeah, so Too Close for Comfort is my number three. Um, are you saying, okay, okay, because you hate it? No, I just wasn't expecting that. Really? Yeah. I don't Absolutely. know why. I guess, like, my, my surprise, I have a surprise for all of these number five, not top fives, to be honest. Yeah, you're just surprised <laughs> that there's any of them at all in this list. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, mine is too close for comfort. I love that. I love it a lot. I really liked this one in high school. I Uh think so nostalgia is a big factor here. Um, I also like to 
I also like that we get to hear some vocals from Dougie. Yeah. Um, That's always really exciting. Yeah, I really like Dougie's voice. And bonus, the line, won't you think about what you're about to do to me? And back down. Right. (laughs) But won't you think about what you're about to do to me gives me goosebumps every time. Like, I, it's really fun to sing. Uh-huh. I like the consonants, right? Like, a, like the T's and the D's in that song, or in that line. Um, it's like good for screaming into a hairbrush. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just, it's a, it's a, yeah. There's, it's fun to sing, and there's a lot of nostalgia in in here, and um, yeah. I just, I'm deep in, I am like deep in my 15 year old angst with too close for comfort, right? I'm like, right. I'm like, what's I am your secrets? I'm so glad you brought this song up because it's my number two. Perfect! <laughs> what do you think about it? I really like Too Close for Comfort. I don't think, like, I realized how much I liked it until I had to listen to this album over and over again. Like you said, it's, like, nostalgic. It brings me back to being 15 and just, like, so heartbroken over somebody mm-hmm. and it's just <laughs> I love it so much yeah it's a really good angsty song it's very I think if you had to pick like a Wonderland song I think Too Close to Comfort would be it not like yeah. like an overall like theme yeah does that make sense yeah totally yeah I like this one a lot um right because we talked earlier in this episode about like we're like oh Wonderland they're so deep in their feels and everyone's so sad and miserable oh, we hate it <laughs> right but here we are like Too Close for Comfort is in both of our top three uh-huh. right so like it's not that we hate the angst right it's just I think there are other songs on this album that get the angst in a really annoying way right, right? like or, like ways I don't like but Too Close for Comfort is that sweet spot of like being really vulnerable and being a really sad song and like you know just like yeah like it's not happy at all no. but like we still are like connecting to it in a way that like I don't connect to some of the other sad songs right, right. like it feels really like earnest and genuine and it's kind of like not it's like they're not broken up he's like trying to fight for the relationship which right. I also find like really nice because like I feel like I'm the type of person in a relationship that if something, like, if we are having problems or whatever, and they're like, I don't know if I could do this. I feel like I am that person to be like, we could work this out. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like won't you think about what you're about to do to me? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, it's so good. Yeah. I, lo- I love this song. I love it. Yeah. A lot. Which, which just makes me kind of like, what's number one then? But what's your number two? My number two is nothing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I was like trying to be really mum about it. When you said it was number five, I was like, we'll get there. Yeah. So without repeating too much of what you already said about it, um, I liked it for all the same reasons. It's on my top five for all the same reasons. I just guess I liked it a little bit more than the other ones. Probably because it's a little bit faster, right? Yeah. I love that like guitar, like that, like that sort of like, you know, that like the, that, the really fast strumming in the beginning really gets me like going. I really like it. And and so it always makes me laugh. Um, I have really fond memories because of the story we already shared. And um, love that guitar, that guitar work, especially in the beginning. And I think that the reason it's number two for me, because it was going back and forth between nothing and too close for comfort. 
But ultimately, what pushed nothing into spot two for me is um, there's a little bit of Dougie action here, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Too Close for Comfort, they're really, they're sort of taking turns singing, which is like the thing that they do. That's what McFly does a lot of times, right? right? But there's like that three-part harmony and nothing is just, right? Like just, I'm chef's kissing again. I'm, I'm never sure if my mic k- picks it up. But like the, like the three-part harmony between Tom, Danny, and Dougie and nothing really pushed it over to number two for me. Right, like when they start singing the chorus, all three of them together, I'm like, oh, boys, like you have figured something out now. Right, like I feel like they've really found a, a sweet sound in nothing. So that's why it's so high on my list is that I'm a sucker for that harmony. So we are to number one. Do you want to try to guess each other's number one? <laughs> I have absolutely no idea what your number one is. I have, I mean, I, I, I'll throw out a couple guesses no, just because that's get, the game. You only get one guess. You only get one guess. I have absolutely no idea. I have no idea what yours is either. So, you don't? Um, okay. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, I've given you more hints than you've given me. Because <laughs> I know we're playing for, a game. Um, for the record. Um, well, I'll, you gave me advantage because I didn't number all of mine. Okay. Uh, okay, I think I think I have a guess. I won't be devastated if I'm wrong because I honestly have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. I have a guess based on something that you said last week. Okay. And so if I if I'm wrong, then what you said last week was a lie. I'm gonna call you a liar. I am a liar, so that would be valid. Oh, is that a hint? Are you a liar? No, I don't even remember oh, okay. what I said last week. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. So it's not, hold on, it's not that one. I doubt it's that one. It's probably not those. <laughs> or that, those. I have a guess, but I think I'm wrong. Okay. But all right, I'm going off of what you said last week. Okay, I don't remember what I said last week, so good luck. <sighs> I think, I don't think it's <laughs> Okay, whatever, I'm just going to guess okay, it. Okay, so I forget how we did this last time. One of us just guessed when then we took turns. All right, so I'm going to guess that your number one is memory lane oh my god no it is not memory lane (laughs) in fact uh i was also gonna guess that memory lane was your number one is that is it yours no (laughs) good because kill me (laughs) memory lane is the worst song on this album that is so funny because it's probably if i because it was on my top five until today it was number Kill it was me. number five, but I was like, you know what? Nothing is probably is better than this one. So I think Memory Lane is my number six. <laughs> uh, no, the only song that I would skip more often on this album is "She Falls Asleep" Part One, mostly just because instrumental doesn't do it for me. Um, I'm, I really like lyrics. I like singing, so that's the only reason. As far as like lyrics like songs with lyrics go memory lane is the worst song on this album to me like it would be higher okay like you know when i do this podcast right i'm like i'm so glad you said this because i've been dying to talk about this since i listened to this album on repeat for like five hours you know like and preparing for the podcast i'm like okay here's wonderland i put it on repeat i try to pay attention to the songs that you know sort of always catch my attention that i'm always singing and memory lane would be a little bit higher because I quite like the beginning, right? You know, like, got back today, you know, tried calling up. The- you know, it's quite catchy. Uh-huh. I really like it. But oh my God, they get to the bridge. So much has changed. So much has changed. And just 
for several, several seconds. For so much, so long, so many times. Like, I don't think I've ever finished this song because I'm like, that's enough of that. And then I just like turn it. So I go, oh no, that song kill me. Like that so much has changed refrain. God, just kill me. Like they said it way too many times. What did I say last week to make you think it was memory lane? Because you had said last week in the Ballad of Paul K episode, you thought that you were like, I think Ballad of Paul K is my favorite single from this album. And so I was looking at the list of songs then like in front of me and I was like, well, if that's true, right, then I know that none of the other singles are going to be your number one. Um, And so like once I eliminated all the singles and then the other ones that you said, it only left a handful of songs. And I figured maybe you liked Memory Lane better than uh, than some of the other ones. Well, I want everyone to know that I made this list after we recorded that episode. So I am a liar. (laughs) I knew you were a liar. I knew you were a liar. Ugh. Is it all about you? No. Um, so two wrong guesses. Great. What is your number one? My number one is I've Got You. Really? Yeah. I <laughs> I really love that song. <laughs> I, yeah, that one, that one before, yeah, I've Got You is just easily number one. It's just like everyone else is miles behind it. Oh, really? Um, that's, yeah, it's the absolute best song on this album. Uh, why did you guess Memory Lane and not I've Got You? I thought I've Got You would be super obvious as my favorite number one. I don't know, because I didn't seem really excited when I said it was my number three. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to keep my game pace, right? I didn't want to give anything away. You were like, I, I was like, oh, okay, okay, I've heard of it. No, uh, I've Got You is my absolute favorite. Yeah, it, it seems like such an obvious choice for me. I really thought you were going to guess it, just like, no problem. Yeah. Right? Kind of like how when we did this for Room on the Third Floor, you were like, is it Surfer Babe? Ooh, obviously. <laughs> like, you know, like, you just, like, knew, right? Like, it wasn't even a secret. It wasn't hard at all. So I thought that I've Got You would be also really obvious. Well, like, um, the thing with that, of it being obvious, is that we don't talk about this album because... <laughs> it's true. We it's do true. not talk about this album at all. Yeah. On our free time. But... Yeah, this is the this is the only song on this album that I never skip. Really, ever. I get kind of um, bored with it. Like it's it's in my top five. It's like my number three. But I get like I'm just like okay, great, you've got me. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love it. Like those first few notes, right when the song first starts, they always get me like they always get me like wanting to jump around and you know. Um, I also can't think of the song right without thinking about just my luck. Yeah. Right. Um, so once again, I think that. The nostalgic factor is at play here. Um, but it's just, it's a great party song. Uh, I also really like it in the context of Wonderland because it's a surprisingly, like, happy and romantic song uh-huh. um, given the context of the rest of the album, right? right. Um, except except for All About You. Right. And, like, Maybe I Want to Hold You, right? That's sort of like, a, there's, like, a violence to that song, like, a destruction, a destruction to that song, but it's still, like, not a breakup song. Yeah. Um, but except for those two, right. And, and really, I want to hold you sort of on the fence because of that destruction. So it's like, it's this and all about you are like the happiest songs on the album, I think. And, and so it really stands out for that reason. And it's so much faster. It's such, it's such a bigger, louder, faster bop than all about you, right. Right? which is really much more like quiet and, and quartet. So, um, it really, it just, yeah, it really stands out to me from this album. Like the rest of it's like, it's like the one person at the party that's like, Hey guys, like what's up? It's, <laughs> two we're here and you know i'm like memory lane just out back like smoking a cigarette like oh god i'm so tired (laughs) (laughs) 
like don't know why and Ballad and Paul K are like crying in the corner and I've got you like who wants to do shots party <laughs> so it, it really stands out to me I like it a lot tell me your number one I'm dying to know my number one is I want to hold you really <laughs> Which is so funny, because if you want to rewind to the when we were talking about the single, I was kind of like, you know what? I liked it way better than you <laughs> three weeks ago. <laughs> I would have never, ever guessed that. Because when I was listening to this whole album to put a top five together, it's literally the only song that I was like, dang, this is a good song. Like, literally the only one. I am shocked. <laughs> What changed your mind? Just, like, like I mentioned in like the first album, those like guitar solos really get me, and like that one has like a really like chef kissed one. Like, oh, I love it so much, and like I still don't agree that violence is necessary to love someone, but um, <laughs> <laughs> it definitely like if you listen to "I Want to Hold You," it definitely has like this rocker vibe that I just love so much. And it's like, yeah. and I think that's what's different than the rest of the album. Like, you're like, yeah, I've got to use Happy Punky, which is so you. But I want to hold you is kind of like right. rocking, like, let's trash this hotel room. Like, and that's like. Right. That's why I loved it so much. And you were like, I don't know about that. Like, mm, violence. And I was like, yeah, like this love is going to wreck you. Rock and roll. That is so funny. I've never like, ooh. I feel so validated. I feel so surprised. I feel a little bit lied to. Well, I felt like I was lying um, to myself when I was in that episode. Because if you listen back to it, I just like, yeah, whatever. But like when I was listening to the album, like this is the song that I probably would never skip. And right. I liked it a lot more than the rest of them. For sure. That is awesome. That is so awesome. Look at us growing and changing. <laughs> Don't be afraid to change your mind, kids. Just because my opinion's on record for all of eternity on the internet doesn't mean I can't change it. <laughs> right. That's so funny. I want to hold you. I want to hold back you. For more. I want to hold you bad. Sleep with you. Oh, wrong song. My bad. Yeah, I do that a lot, too. <laughs> Attention, please. Let me interrupt this program. Is there anything else you wanted to say about any song? On this album, what's... No, we already talked about that. What you think the worst song is. What do you think the worst song is? <sighs> Am I able to say every single one of them that is on this album? Can I say that? So rude. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, I think probably the worst song on this album is um, She Falls Asleep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I put She Falls Asleep part one, the instrumental part, but yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it goes for me it's she falls asleep part one memory lane and she falls asleep part two the only reason that memory lane is worse than she falls asleep part two is because of so much has changed i love oh. that part so much has so changed so much. Too much has changed no kill Down me please <laughs> oh, no they just say it a few too many t- few thousand too that many Christian times knows the music's just like I hate it. I hate it so much. Every single time it would come on, I would be, you know, like the song would start and I would be like, 
oh yeah, you know, be like two years away, got back today. Like I was really into it every single time. And then every single time I was like, oh my God, make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> like they just really, they really just shoot themselves in the foot in that, in that song. Sex, so whatever. Uh, so whatever. funny. Um, very interesting that All About You did not make either one of our top fives. That's only McFly's biggest song to date. No big deal. I think a lot of McFly fans would agree with this. I just think it's overdone. It's an overdone right, they just play it too much. Song. But I get, like, why they do it all the time is because it is their biggest song. And if you are not a McFly fan, you'll recognize, oh, All About You, McFly. Aren't they a one-hit wonder? I don't, I don't think so because I am a McFly fan, so I know they're not. But I don't know. So I understand why they do it over and over. It's just overdone. And, like, it's a, it's a sweet yeah. song the first 30 times and then after right. that it's kind of like oh my god can we make it about somebody else mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's it's all about me now shut up <laughs> yeah i get that like, I, I i've never been particularly like i don't hate yeah. it but i've never been particularly fond yeah. of it it's not their finest yeah. work as we mentioned in our very first episode for this album wonderland album it's done almost you we did got it. bits and bobs left to go, bro. And then you made never it. have to talk about this album ever again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so next, we'll be back next time with uh, bits and bobs, right? Which is when we talk about all the other songs that sort of surround the Wonderland era, the B sides, the things like that that didn't end up on the album. So we'll have six or seven of those sorts of songs, including "Easy Way Out," which is a bonus track on the Japanese release. Yeah, of the album. So we didn't include it in today because it's not um, on the Wonderland album, studio album that, that we have or that you probably have at home unless you're listening from Japan. But we will we will talk yep. about it. And, and and all of their and all of its friends. So we have an exciting announcement for a event that we are going to host for Just My Luck, which is the next technically the next album after Wonderland, but we know it literally is just a bunch of old songs mixed with one new song (laughs) we are going to host a watch party with the movie just my luck over zoom that's going to take place october 3rd at 1 p.m central and 7 p.m bst so come join us for this zoom party if you don't have zoom no worries i think you can still join it even if you don't have an account right yeah i think you just log in as a guest we're just gonna all watch the movie in the same virtual room um so the movie will be playing on all of your screens if you log into zoom you don't have to own it or buy it or rent it or anything and then we'll just be hanging out in the chat talking about how funny they all look and again that (laughs) takes place saturday october 3rd at 1 p.m central and 7 p.m bst don't worry uh, mark it on your calendars uh we're gonna put it on our socials as well and we're just gonna tell you about it this episode and next episode so we're going to tell you every day. <laughs> so it would be exciting if anybody could come that listens to our podcast. Anybody that just discovered our podcast, please come. We love friends. But I think that's it from us. If you want to talk about the Wonderland album and how we are dead wrong about our top five, you can contact us at our Twitter, Instagram, or anything else, Facebook, because it's literally all the same name at Miku the podcast. And or you can contact us individually if you want to send us if you want to follow us or send us anything. Um, my Twitter is uh, Steph underscore to do T O D O. 
My Twitter is at Sam underscore Edmonds 122. I will not be accepting constructive criticism about how memory lane is better than I think it is at this time. <laughs> Other than that, my, my DMs are open. <laughs> and so we will see you next time with the Bits and Bobs. Bye. Thanks for listening. Yeah, bye. We don't have a song to sing goodbye to. Memory lane. No. <laughs> Attention, please. Let me interrupt this program. Okay. So That's also you? not the right song. No, 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 that is the right song. That is the, that right, is the right, song. right song. I got you. Cut that. <laughs> we sound stupid. <laughs> uh, tune in next time for McFly Karaoke, where Stephanie and I sing McFly songs to each other without the lyrics or music. But I'm